Coming up now, we're going to be uh, catching up with Minga Abrams. Uh, we're talking uh, science and tech. Um, and there's been some research and work that uh, Minga has done alongside her team in studying footprints of uh, ancient dinosaurs uh, so that we can understand uh, South Africa's dinosaurs a little bit better. Uh, Minga Abrams is a geologist and lecturer at the University of Cape Town. Good morning to you, Minga. How are you doing? Morning. I'm good, thanks. And you? I'm fantastic. So, I mean, first question, you know, when one thinks about dinosaurs, I think of Steven Spielberg, Jurassic Park. In my mind, I never even fathom dinosaurs being in existence. (laughs) I know. It is quite a weird one. I mean, they're so foreign to us, right? Like the idea of them, especially those dramatic depictions. Yes. And so... They do seem more mythical than real sometimes. Absolutely, absolutely. That is the right word. Very mythical in my mind. Uh, And then I wonder, like, what is the significance of, you know, in 2022, um, even attempting to, to understand not just dinosaurs, but the footprints of dinosaurs? Yeah, so I guess, I mean, ultimately, as humans, we're just very curious. And so we want to know about these ancient creatures. But also birds, they evolved from a branch of dinosaurs. And so if we understand dinosaurs better, we understand that connection between dinosaurs and birds better. And I mean, birds are part of all of our daily lives. And so, yeah, it's still very important. And the footprints is a weird one because Mm. I think most people don't think about them, Mm. but they can provide a lot of insight um, into dinosaurs and other animals. And um, they require different conditions to be preserved. Mm. So if you look at the footprint record and the body fossil record, the two can complement each other quite nicely. Mm. And I always think it's cool because the footprints, um, the bones, you know, they just tell you what it looked like. Mm. But the footprints, they're really a moment in time and they tell you how that animal was behaving at that time. Mm. And so I've seen footprint sites where you have a dinosaur slipping in the mud and I find that so funny and awesome that I now 220 million years later can stand at a site Mm. and see that a dinosaur once slipped there Um, and Mm. I think that's really cool. So so, yes continue sorry. No so I was just gonna say that we were able to look at a large volume of footprints Mm. and across a large amount of time to try and explain how those footprints were changing and in turn how the dinosaurs' feet were changing. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. So where are you finding, you you know, these footprints? Where are yourself and your team sort of uh, excavating in order to, to, to gather this kind of data? Yes. So these footprints, they're in the part of our South African rock record called the Stormberg Group, which is the top of the um, Karoo Supergroup that many people know. Mm. And this outcrops along the border of South Africa and Lesotho. Mm. And so a lot of these footprints are in the eastern Free State, western KwaZulu-Natal, and then a lot on the eastern, on the western border of Lesotho. Mm-hmm. And 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 then am I to assume that that would be the sort of areas that the dinosaurs have then roamed and inhibited all those millions of years ago? 
Yes, but they may not have been restricted to that area. It's just that that area is where we have the rocks for that time period. Mm -hmm. So dinosaurs, um, they originated in the Triassic. And so this Stormberg group that I mentioned Mm. is Triassic to Jurassic in age. And we all know Jurassic Park, (laughs) age of the dinosaurs. (laughs) And so it just so happens that that part of time Mm. is captured around the border of Lesotho. Okay, so what have we learned from, and you've studied footprints in the hundreds now, um, and what have been some of, you know, the enlightening findings that you've you've sort of come out with, uh, things of interest, or maybe things that even paint a visual picture for someone like myself who who can't even fathom, uh, you know, what that time might have been like and and sort of, Yeah. yeah. So I guess in this most recent paper um, that we looked at a large data set of footprints, we were able to show that the South Southern African diversity of carnivorous dinosaurs mm. was bigger than what we know from the body fossil record. So here in South Africa, we only know of two theropods, which are the carnivorous dinosaurs, mm. but the footprint record They have very different shapes. And so we're able to tell, I mean, you know that a cat and a dog have two different footprints. Mm. And so we're also able to distinguish the dinosaurs broadly based on their footprint pattern. Mm. And if they tend to be elongate and have sharp claws, we know that they're the carnivorous dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. And so we looked at loads of carnivorous dinosaur footprints and saw that they fell into three main shapes. Mm. And so that told us, um, and when we compared with the global record, that there were three types of footprints there, which can be attributed to three different kinds of carnivorous dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. So already the footprints tell us that we had a bigger diversity locally than the body fossil record tells us. Mm -hmm. We also looked at the size and shape and could tell that over 35 million years, Mm. their feet were evolving. And so these are three-toed footprint animals, and their fourth toe is like a chicken. It's mm-hmm. raised, it doesn't touch the ground. Mm. And these three toes that we look at, the middle toe is projected forward, kind of like our middle finger on our hand. Mm-hmm. And that projection changed with time. And that's going to be linked to some sort of functionality that's going to require further investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's pretty cool that we're able to look at the footprints and say, okay, with such a large number, we're observing this change. Mm. It's got to mean something was changing for the dinosaur. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Other things that the team has found that I think are really cool a few years ago in a publication by the group, but headed by Laura Shisho, there were some of the largest dinosaur footprints in the Southern Hemisphere were discovered. Um, So the Southern African rock record has a lot of dinosaur footprints to offer. I love it. Uh, Aminga, and then I got a message here from uh, Sean out in Durban who wanted to know um, uh, how are the dinosaur footprints actually preserved over time? That is a fantastic question. So when the footprints were registered, Mm. they needed to be optimal conditions. So we've all been to the beach or walked by a river and you know when it's very wet, you kind of just sludge in and you don't leave a beautiful footprint. But if you walk where the sand's a bit drier, Mm. um, you're able to register a track. So at the time the dinosaur walked, they needed to be the good conditions to register a footprint. Mm. And then 
those footprints need to be buried. And so often they are made in like a shallow pond or where water is drying up. And then that water dries and the footprint's able to dry out and it hardens like a puddle when you mm. see a puddle hardened with mud. And then those get covered by later sediment and, they, and that's how they get preserved. And then what happens is all the layers of rock start to erode away. Mm. And then we left there with this ancient surface where the footprints are preserved. Mm, very interesting stuff. Uh, you've, you've definitely sparked my interest. Who knows? I might just go on Google and start Googling, you know, some actual factual information <laughs> on <Nice>. dinosaurs versus <laughs> using my reference yeah. of Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. And oh. some of these footprint sites in South Africa and Free State, that you know, they're easily accessible and you can stay at a and b and take a hike and go and look at some. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oh, then definitely yeah. some things to do right there. Uh, I'm even wondering if the grey luries that often wake me up at five o'clock are descendants of some kind of dinosaur species. Yes. <laughs> you know? So don't mess with them. <laughs> Absolutely. Minga Abrams, thank you so much for an enlightening conversation. She's a geologist uh, and a lecturer out at UCT talking the footprints of dinosaurs and, of course, uh, their significance uh, to us in 2022. Uh, uh, Makosa Zainekaba is joining me uh, shortly to talk word domination, and uh, she is recommending three books that should be on our reading list on this month of August, which, as we know, is uh, Women's Month.